We like to think that we're empowering each of these students for success, one wardrobe at a time. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Lisa George is the Outreach Coordinator for Clothes for Kids. Clothes for Kids provides free school clothing to lower-income students and any child who attends school in Snohomish County or the North Shore School District, including Head Start all the way through 12th grade. Clothing is distributed from August through the end of May. All you have to do is go online, clothesforkids.org, and schedule your appointment. Welcome, Lisa George, the Outreach Coordinator for Clothes for Kids. Thank you so much for having me. I love what you do. I've I've known about your organization for a long time, and I do a lot of work with single moms, so I've sent them to you. And so this is just such a great opportunity for you to tell us all about Clothes for Kids, what you do, how you raise money, how people can do donations. We provide a free of charge, full school wardrobe for students in Snohomish County, and that's in any of the school districts in Snohomish County. And we try and provide about a week's worth of clothing for each kiddo who comes in and and shops with us. We know, everybody knows that families in Snohomish County have just an awful lot to be worrying about right now. And luckily, finding room in their budget for school clothes for their growing children doesn't have to be one of those. Every student attending Head Start or early childhood education programs all the way up through 12th grade, they all qualify automatically to shop at Clothes for Kids free of charge. And how do they find out about you? We have some great partnerships, some people like you who just know of us and send people our direction, but we have a really great partnership with all of the school districts that we serve. A lot of the districts send our information out in their emailings, and that information is available with all the counselors, student support advocates, office managers at all those schools that we serve. And we also work with the Head Start program and social services, DSHS, they have our information and send us folks all the time too. So we try and work with the people in the community who are seeing these kiddos and seeing their need in person. So you do a big back to school push, I'm sure. But then what about the rest of the year? So each kiddo gets to shop at Clothes for Kids twice in a school year. So it's once during what we call the fall semester, which is from August through December. And then after the winter break, when they start back up in January, if they shopped already that school year, they can come back and get a second school wardrobe because kids are growing all the time. And if you get shoes in August, they might be getting a little tight by January. So twice a year for each student. And what kind of donations are you looking for? We provide a mixture of brand new and gently used clothing. Always brand new stuff that we do is socks, underpants, and shoes. We are always, always in need of socks, underpants, and athletic shoes, like think uh, what they need for PE to run around on the playground. So this year, um, because we normally get a lot of lost and found from all the districts we serve, we go and pick up their lost and found in the spring, wash it all and launder it and mend it and give it back out in the, in the fall. Last two years, there hasn't been any lost and found. And so we're really hurting on our, our coat inventory right now. And as it gets colder, you know, that's really important for students. It's getting cold out there. So we need like heavy winter jackets in pretty much all sizes, but really in those um, those grade school ages. So imagine your first through sixth graders, like we need coats for boys and girls for that age because 
We just didn't get the lost and found that we've come to rely on. It's interesting to me as I interview nonprofits, how COVID has hit everyone in such a different way. And who would have thought that here's this really big way for you to recycle? Yes. That's not available. Yep. And they, because this uh, school let out before springtime in 2020. And so springtime, when it starts to warm up, that's when all the kids drop their coats (laughs) on the playground. I'm I'm sure my kids have donated a few coats by accident. I I know that my son has donated a few coats. (laughs) So if people want to donate, do they just pack them up and bring them to your location? We have a secure locked donation bin right by our back door. It's green and white, and that's there 24-7 for donations. You just drop your bag donations in the bin and they'll be safe until we empty it out the next day. And if people have like uh, valuable items that they want to make sure they get in straight into our hands or a huge donation where it won't fit in the bin, they can just reach out to us. Our website is clothesforkids.org and you can give us a call or shoot us an email and we can make sure to either be there to receive those items, help you unload, get you a receipt. Or when folks do a clothing drive for us, this is clothing drive time of year, we can arrange for a volunteer to come pick up those donations that you've collected at your business or your school or your office. That's good to know. In fact, on Warm 106.9, we have Shelly Hart and Lexus of Fife and any kids that are doing any kind of a drive and they get nominated, we give their school a thousand bucks. So somebody listening, if you have a kid in school that's looking for a project, this would be a fabulous project. You know, you don't have to make it really broad, right? You could just say new socks and underwear or have everybody bring one, which would make such a huge difference. One of our most successful annual clothing drives is at Terrace Park Elementary. The entire student body does a sock drive for, they call it Socktober. The kids do it all the way from advertising to delivering. And it's just really amazing. They have so much ownership and it's such a great community building exercise. And it gets all the kids thinking about the community and the greater world. That's a wonderful drive. So what about your fundraiser? Did that have to change because of COVID? In fact, I think that I won tickets to your fundraiser right before COVID hit. Our big auction was scheduled for May of 2020 and that got canceled and all of our events in 2020 got canceled. We were able to have a really small kind of auction in 2021, which was such a blessing. Hopefully 2022, we have an auction scheduled for May of 2022, and that will be at the Inglewood Golf Club. And we have our uh, community breakfast scheduled for October of 2022. And all of our fingers and toes are crossed that everything goes well and those happen as scheduled. How does somebody get in on that? Well, as we get a little closer to the event, all the ticketing and stuff will be available online through our website. We don't have tickets available for those events just yet. Yeah, that'll all be available at clothesforkids.org. And then I imagine you're collecting then auction items. Yes, we are looking for business sponsors of any level of sponsorship is so welcome. And I have some information about what our sponsorship packages include as far as promoting the business who supports us. We also love getting local items for our silent auction. We really love to focus on the Pacific Northwest and all the good stuff we have to offer when we're setting up our auction. So if anybody out there is looking 
for a way to get some good positive recognition for your business and support Clothes for Kids in our mission, please reach out. Say maybe somebody just relocates and they need some help. Since, uh, COVID, we had to shuffle a little bit and we do all of our shopping is by appointment only now. The good news is you schedule your own appointment. You schedule that appointment right on our websites at closeforkids.org. On the top, there's a big button that says book an appointment and then it'll show all of the available appointments. Anybody who is looking for help with school clothes and has kiddos in the any school district in Snohomish County can just schedule their appointments. We don't require proof of income. We don't require ID. We just, when the family comes in to shop, we do have them fill out a really brief form, you know, what school the kid goes to and just to make sure they're within our service area. And that's it. When they come in for their appointment to shop, we have lots of wonderful volunteers that'll show them around, show them the ropes, help them get everything that they need. So they basically get to shop and pick out what they like. Yeah. And we have dressing rooms and we're able to use them again this year. So if a kid wants to try things on, they, we, they have the opportunity to try things on in the store. And another thing I should mention, if transportation is not an option, or if a family doesn't feel comfortable coming in to shop in the store, we do have an order form available where they can give us the child sizes, style preferences, and what they like. And then our volunteers select a complete school wardrobe for them that anybody can pick up kind of takeout style on behalf of the child. So if a family's say work schedule isn't going to fit with our open for shopping hours, we do have some options to get some clothes for for those kids too. What brought you to this work? Well, I've worked in nonprofit for my entire adult career in various different nonprofits. And one thing that I I really love about working for Clothes for Kids is that it is the easiest story to tell. Every adult remembers being a kid in school. Everybody knows what fashion items, what style of sneakers, what, you know, what was popular. And I'm sure a lot of us know that feeling of not being able to have clothes that helped us fit in with the stylish crowd and how alienating that can be if you don't have the right clothes to fit in with your peers. So it's an easy, easy story to tell. Everybody remembers what school is like and knows that having appropriate clothing for any activity can make or break your success. So we like to think that we're empowering each of these students for success, you know, one wardrobe at a time. The story that I like to tell is there was a lady who her grandkids came to live with her. They came with the shirts on their back. They didn't have any clothes. And she was just telling me, I don't know what to do. I can't, I don't have the money to go shop for all four of them. And I had just happened to been at that network meeting. So I, I gave the person a call and she took their sizes. Now they weren't open. It was a certain time of year that they were just restocking. They weren't open. It might've been like June or July, but what they did is they took all the sizes they shopped for them. And same thing, grandma didn't even have a car. They came by bus And so they, I don't know if someone delivered or they let somebody else pick it up, but I just remember that grandma crying and crying because she didn't know what she was going to do, but she remembered what happens when kids go to school and they don't have. Yeah. And that's so tough. Oh, that's, that's a great story. We deal with a lot of families who have like extra challenging circumstances, like uh, foster students, or we can arrange for 
special private shopping appointments if students have special needs or the parents have special needs and need more time and more space to work. So our goal is to get every child or family who comes to Close for Kids everything we can so that they have what they need to succeed in school. The good stories that you get here, you know, if a, a child comes in and I can think of a little boy who came in in the wintertime with flip-flops on and left wearing the, you know, wearing the tennis shoes and just so happy. There's a story like that every week and it really does make you feel good. I always hear from people who volunteer, always say this, I get more out of it than the people we're helping. It really helps everybody appreciate their own lives when you are, you stop focusing on yourself and start focusing on the, the others and the community. And I think that that's it's such a, a beautiful thing happening at Close for Kids. And we all always are looking for volunteers to join our team. So that's another reason to check out our website or give us a call. Come check out the store. We're happy to arrange a tour. It's a wonderful group of people. We have about 50 volunteers. A lot of our volunteers had to step back during the pandemic, but right now we've got about 50 amazing volunteers making this whole thing work. So what kind of things do your volunteers need to do when they come in? We have kind of two sides of our organization. There's the inventory prep side. So that's sorting through gently used donations for quality, laundering, hanging. and But uh, uh, the other side of it is just sort of our, our customer service side, where when our shoppers come in, we have to greet them, make sure they have everything that they need to, to shop effectively, um, help them find all the sizes and things that they need, and then go through checkout. We have a little area with like books and some toys and stuff that are extra goodies for the kids to make those smiles. Most of our volunteers will work kind of in that front space, working right with the, the clients. So volunteers would need to be comfortable being around kids and families. Nothing is too physically taxing, but you do have to be on your feet quite a bit. It's a fast pace when the shift is going. When COVID hit, a lot of people that had never used a food bank had to go to a food bank. A lot of people that had never had to access any services suddenly had to. And there's this level of receiving it. There's like shame and embarrassment. What I imagine is a family comes in kind of with their head down. And by the time they leave their heads up, they're smiling because they realize we're all the same. We all have a time of need. Absolutely. And, and at Close for Kids, we strive to make it so like a retail environment that I think a lot of the littler kids might not even appreciate that there's no cash register, that it's not a, quote, real store. We want it to be as close to a, going to shop at, you know, like a Target or something as we possibly can within our restrictions. When I think of donations, I often think of like people in their 20s that maybe they are out of school, but their clothes might still fit school kids. Like we think, oh, clothes for kids, they just have to be like middle school and yeah, down. Yeah, you but think of kids as being so little, but we serve all the way up to 12th grade. So 12th grade boy is a fully grown human being. And you know how big we human beings get. So we need sizes all the way from like about a 3T for our little preschool kids all the way up to, we try to keep through to XL in stock, but we like even bigger sizes. I mean, people come in all different sizes and we need to have clothes for all of those students. Adult clothing is very welcome. And, and a lot of times folks don't donate as much, especially socks and underwear for our teen shoppers because adult underwear is more expensive and less 
cute. <laughs> and yeah. so teenage underpants is like a thing that people don't donate as much as other things. So that's always a gap. So there, put it on your list while you're last minute shopping. What extra? That's the thing that I think with COVID has been the over the overall umbrella is a lot of us can't do a big thing, but a lot of us can do a little thing. And when we all pitch in with a little thing, I just remember our network meeting, the days the person would be there, everyone would bring socks and underwear brand new. By the time we left, there's maybe 20 women, but there's this huge bucket file of yeah. stuff. It's the power of a little goes a long way if we're all willing to just give a little. Just- Everybody does a, a little thing. All of a sudden, you've got a really big thing that people are doing. It's it's like a, all the snowflakes turning into a blizzard. <laughs> I love that. And, and especially with Christmas, that's when people do get a lot of new things. So it's a great time. Now, you say you have a little a few extras. Do you take anything else but clothes and shoes? The extras that we like to give away, because we don't have a ton of storage, so we cannot, unfortunately, do toys and that sort of thing. But books from board books for preschoolers all the way up to young adult Harry Potter and the Hunger Games type fiction for the, the teenagers. We do take Halloween costumes that we give out in October. So if anybody's Fun. emptying out closets, we take those. We love to have cosmetics for our teenage shoppers to have available. And we also use those for coming up in March. We have a prom dress shop and uh, we have all these formals and gowns that are available completely for free to any any students attending a formal dance in Snohomish County. Unfortunately, we don't get many suits or tuxes, but we have got gowns for days and we love to have uh, cosmetics and like, costume jewelry, fancy shoes, all of those things we take for our prom event that's coming up in March. I love that. A lot of people have dresses that when they're ready to pass them on, They could be somebody else's treasure. That is so great to know. And even the shoes, they maybe wear them one time and maybe they'll donate them back. Back and somebody else can wear them. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And then, of course, you know, we had one, maybe two years of no prom, but hopefully this year. This year, fingers crossed. We're so far so good. We're planning it for March and that will be advertised again a little closer to the event. I love it. Do you ever have special volunteers for certain times, like certain people that are like, I'm busy, but I can come and do back to school or I can do one day a week all year long? We have several what I would consider like special volunteers. Most of our volunteers agree to serve on like Monday morning all school year and they they commit to that. And so we have like a Monday crew, a Tuesday crew, but that's not going to work for every schedule. So we have a sign up kind of a rolling sign up for our Saturdays. We're open one Saturday a month, sometimes two at back to school time. We have a couple Saturdays a month and that's a great opportunity for somebody who just wants to volunteer once and check it out. We also have volunteers that come in sort of not, not during our open hours, but on off times to do laundry and to uh, sort through the gently used donations. And we have one wonderful volunteer who just takes home piles of mending and works from home, but does all of our, sews on all the buttons and fixes all the zippers. We have folks who help with data entry, basically whatever your skill is, we would love to put you to work. And there's a lot of, if the standing up being here busy during the shop isn't going to fit into your needs, then we can figure something else out that will. Yeah, behind the scenes. We have a couple of gentlemen who who just do pickups. They go and pick up clothing drives and drop them off. And that's how they volunteer. And it is such 
an amazing help to us. So there's lots of ways to help out. Yeah. And again, it's like you could do a little or you could do a lot. Now, do your volunteers go through any kind of training? Is there anything they need to know or do before they can start? The only thing we do before they start, I mean, we'll train. We kind of, we want people to be happy while they're volunteering. So we try and figure out what people are going to want to do, like what their preferences are. <laughs> but in general, we do run a Washington state patrol background check and have like a brief form with our rules and stuff that will be signed before they volunteer. And so that we can make sure everybody is squared away before they volunteer. But other than that couple of forms, there's a, uh, no major orientation or a huge training or anything. We figure out what you want to do and make sure you know how to do it. Yeah. And it's pretty much a given now with kids. If you're working with kids, you're going to get a background yeah, check. And it's very standard. Yep. And that's, that's very good. It's very diligent. It is, it's a good thing. <laughs> so it says you'll be back open for the school year in August, but what about spring in that? Is that just scheduled? Yeah, our, our second shopping trips start. Now we're done with, with the, uh, the fall semester wrapped up and now starting January 3rd, everybody can come back. I mean, if you haven't been here yet this year, make an appointment and come on in. If you were here in the fall semester, make another appointment and come back and get your second wardrobe, get the update. If people wanted to donate money or maybe even cards like Target or something where you guys yeah. could go buy the underwear, is that something that you... Yeah, monetary donations are amazing. They help us fill those little gaps, like the size 3X that we have to buy some of those items just to fill gaps in the inventory. So monetary donations are very important to us being able to run. You can make a monetary donation at our website, clothesforkids.org. Or if the website isn't your thing, you can always reach out to us. Our phone number is 425-741-6500. Or send an email. We can uh, make it as easy for you as possible. <laughs> awesome. This is the time of year where people are looking to give a little. And so I always like to make sure that people know that these are things that are so important, but like you said, overlooked. And I love it that you say for socks and underwear that it's new. And I would imagine even bras for young ladies, that's probably hard to come by too. Those are very difficult to come by. And we do very gently used bras just because they are so expensive and precious. So if you ladies are cleaning out the, the closet or the chest of drawers, think of us when you're donating on your items. We would love to have all of your uh, gently used clothes. We'll sort it out at this end. Spread the word. When you're listening to this, think about people that you know that might not have thought about that they could donate their adult clothes to clothes for kids. And spread the word, share, because this organization is doing such good work. And again, like you said, the story, you've got kids that are maybe going to have to go to school without much, at least if they had a decent pair of shoes and a week's worth of clothes, it is going to make such a difference in their self-esteem as oh, well yeah. as everything else. I got a call from an office manager at one of our elementary schools one day who needed a pair of shoes for a little boy because he'd been coming to school with wearing his mom's hand-me-down shoes and the other little kids were not being particularly kind about it. So it really can make a child's day much better to just have school clothing that's appropriate for school and that matches with what the other kids are wearing. Maybe you haven't grown much, but 
You're sick of your clothes. Are you closed during the holidays or what's your Christmas schedule? We're closed from now until through the 31st. And then we'll be back to our normal business hours starting that Monday, January 3rd. We're back at it. We are still available for drop-offs, donations. We have two staff and so we're around, but the volunteers are having their their holiday off and there is none shopping for the next 10 days or so, but we'll be back January 3rd with lots of new coats and shoes for shoppers. And where are you located? We are located in Linwood, right across the street from Beverly Elementary School. We're on 52nd Avenue West, right across the street from Beverly Elementary. So it's off 168th Street Southwest. Look for the Chevron on the corner. We're right next door. Okay. And I love it that you have a bin that they can put stuff in at any time. Anytime. And it's safe and secure in there. So you don't have to worry about people dragging it out all over the parking lot. Or getting wet or. Yeah. Or yeah. Or getting forgotten. And we, especially during this time of year, we empty that bin almost daily. So you can feel very confident leaving things in the bin. And if anybody ever leaves some used or new clothing in our donation bin and would like a receipt for their taxes, they can just reach out. A good email address for us is office at closeforkids.org. We'll get your receipt right away. Who doesn't love a tax write-off this time of year? Yes, let's get them. <laughs> thank you so much, Lisa. And thank you for the work that you do. And it's just, it's such a blessing, especially when you hear these stories, like the school can call and say, hey, this kid needs some shoes. Or I can call because I've met a grandma who's just gotten custody of her kids and has nothing for them. It's such a, a wonderful idea. And it's such a great service to the community. So thank you for what you do. And I just really hope that people will be really generous this year with you at Christmas. I'm going to look forward to your auction. Yep, the auction coming up in May, 2022. Oh, May. What's in October? October is our community breakfast. You can look forward to that one too. Oh, I think that's what I was had gotten tickets to. Oh, okay. And that's a wonderful event. Again, fingers crossed really hard that everything goes great this year and we'll get to see everybody in person. Good. Great. Well, it's so nice to meet you. Thanks again. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.